Hey, this is Rich Wilson calling us. Is this Robert Bashaw, the bear killer? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Well, good. I'm going to record this from here right on out. We're going to see how this goes. If I, I can hear you real good. I'm hoping it's recording, but we're going to find out. We don't get to find that out until after, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> you know how these things work. You have your own podcast, which I got to confess, I told you this in our messages and our correspondence there. I hadn't listened to yet. It's in my queue. I'm, I got the, my Maryland hunting trip coming up which will be like five six hours on the road and i guarantee you it will be played during that road trip (laughs) i save up the good ones for the road trips you know what's funny to me is like i edited part of that um when i loaded it up it was like three o'clock in the morning and i woke up um you know a few hours later and it's like okay 60 downloads it's like who the heck is listening (laughs) oh that's awesome though you know (laughs) man bears it's it's a it's a unique thing it's a different thing so you know people are interested in this stuff and i think i'm glad to hear that people are interested in it yeah yeah i mean like i'm like Four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, who is up listening to my main talk about my bear? (laughs) (laughs) That stuff, I think in this day and age, we're finally getting to the point where people get notifications and all that other good stuff. So that's good news. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's, uh, definitely picked up in some um, downloads, which is awesome. But um. And that's the blows my mind. <laughs> that's great to hear. That's the Crossbow Hunting Podcast. And your Facebook page also is the Crossbow Hunting Facebook page, right? Crossbow Hunting. Uh, my Facebook group, I do crossbow hunting. Yes. Um, we have about 7,000 in there right now. And then I have the Crossbow Hunting Podcast page as well on Facebook. All right. So there, there are both of them. Yep. Yep. Well, the reason we're talking today, you and I both had some success in the bear woods this year. Yeah. And I wanted to hear your side of it. Cause again, I'm, I'm, this is like going to be new news for me. I know I've seen the pictures. I've read the Facebook posts and all that good stuff, but I'm anxious to hear your side of it, how this whole thing went down. Yeah. Cause you already said you're going to listen to the show anyway, so I can give you a <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. Yeah. And, and the thing is too, Genevieve will have not heard, the story from you either way. So either way on our trip to Maryland, she'll be sitting in the car with me. We'll both be listening to it for the first time. So not Hi, a problem. <laughs> I hope you have a great trip. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So let, let me tell you, um, I've been bear hunting for years and in Massachusetts, it's pretty hard to bear hunt. You can't put out any sense. You can't be, um, and I've been getting my tag for years, but a lot of us around here, your bear hunting is basically um, scouting for deer. And okay. So I've done that for years. And, of course, you know, um, the amount of bears that have been coming by is just skyrocketed on trail cameras over the years. But I've been doing the bait baited hunts in New Hampshire last few years and you know I've been listening to the bear hunting podcast for years and and um I got all the stuff bear products from Batum 907 from Jess um you know wonderful stuff and I had some bears coming in but just of course not when me and my son were there right right but so this past year this season I said you know I'm I'm not gonna have the time to do a baited hunt I'm just going to focus on my deer. 
And so that's what I've been doing. And But, of course, you know, as always, I'd buy a bear permit for mass anyway. And I did. And I was deer scouting, and I found this ridge that just had um, looked like a great spot. Um, for a deer run and I set up the cameras on it and um, sure enough I got deer going by and and um, no bucks I've never had bucks on that property but I put a scent dripper out and um, sure enough bucks go by and I'm like oh okay that's good um, but further in there was a spot where I found two um, small ponds Right. Okay. Right in the middle of the woods, and I and there's a ridge in there too. And I said, let me go down and check there. And I'm going to stay away from the ponds because I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be loaded with wildlife because it's in the middle of the woods. And and uh, you know, but as as I'm scouting, I'm finding all these holes in the ground. And as somebody who's deadly allergic to yellow jackets, I very cautious about where I walk in, in the um, early season, September, you know, August, July, and all that. Sure. But um, so normally when I walk, it's kind of a, maybe a little faster pace than some because that's when you get stung is when you're just standing there, you know. But so, so this area, I'm finding a lot of holes dug up, and I'm like, well, that looks like it was a ground nest that was tore up. And then I walk a little bit further, and there's another one. Now, you're, you're talking about a, a ground nest for bees. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. And they and I found them almost every direction I was looking. And I'm like, okay, well, that looks like some pretty good bear sign to me. <laughs> and, you know, and I found some scat here and there, and I said, well, you know, maybe I should just come sit here someday and see what's going on and, you know, Basically, I got a new uh, lone wolf assault hand climber, and I wanted to have some time in it before deer season started. So I said, well, you know, it's beautiful out early September. Give it a try. Sure. <laughs> I went out there, and I kid you not, Rich, two hours sitting on this spot, and it was done. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that's the benefit, the payoff for the, all the scouting. It really was. It was just, you know, it just all came into play. And, and I, you know, I brought the bear to the butcher and then the taxidermist, and they told me they never heard anybody ever in their careers got a bear from looking after um, torn up bees now. Wow. Wow, but it it makes sense. It makes sense looking back. You know, that's something to look for. We see we see bears tearing apart stumps for yeah. bugs or grubs or whatever, what have you. Uh, a bee's nest probably for a bear is uh, easy pickings. It's probably easy to locate. Man, it, it, they leave a little bit of sign. That's just more bear sign for us to look at. I never even thought of that myself. Yeah, and then, you know, I got the EpiPen with me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, a lot of that's my own fault for as a youth messing with bees' nests as a kid. And <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. You grow up in a small town. There's not much to do but throw rocks, and and you know, then you hit one, then you got to run back to see if you got it. And you know, hard lessons learned. <laughs> I'll be darned. Yeah. 
Now, other than the EpiPen, let's talk about yeah. the equipment that you had. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about your tree stand setup. Yep. Tell me about the crossbow you're using, arrows and broadheads, all that fun stuff. Yeah, so I have the Excalibur Bulldog 400. Okay. Uh, trusty uh, companion, um, unnamed. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I was just using that, and the Thwacker Broad has 150 grain, and I kid you not, um, Bear comes in, and, and first I said to myself, okay, um, I'm going to turn and grab my bow and if it's still there I'm going to shoot <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and and sure enough he's still standing there and um you know took the shot it was probably about 20 yards and went a total of five feet and dropped now where did the bear know you were there nope okay nope. So this is not an alert animal. Where were you aiming? I was aiming at the vitals. Okay. Which kind of angled up a little bit because he was quartering away, which um, oh okay, you know, still worked. Um, and then I and I said to myself, okay, now calm down because I can still see it. I was listening for a death moan, which I didn't get, and um, which. Hearing one probably would have put my mind more at ease. I hear that. I know exactly what you're saying, yep. <laughs> because if you have any knowledge of the assault lone wolf hand climber, it's a very tiny platform and getting a second bolt cock in a in a tree stand on a small platform is not the easiest task. Ah. So I waited um, you know, like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes go by and it's I can still see the fur there and, and um, behind the tree sticking out and I said well you know let me see if I can get it done so I, I cocked another bolt waited a little bit wh while longer and then I took the bolt out and descended down and it, it was done and I'm like oh my goodness <laughs> you pulled it off I did I did unbelievable yeah it was um I think a little bit smaller than yours, 150 dress. Yeah, same thing. Oh, that was that was field dressed. No, actually, it was 150 um, live weight. Live weight. Yep, yep. Yeah, same ballpark as mine. Mine just happened to be one 160, but it was a sow. Yours was a male. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what about uh, the shot? Like your entrance wound? Did it go where you wanted? It did. Um, you know, it just angled up a little bit more than I was uh, hoping for because I was here in middle of the middle, but it was more, you know, hit middle than aimed up. And which is, you know, I didn't really care because it went five feet. Right, right, right. It was over, you know. Did the bolt pass through? Nope. Oh, okay. So did you hit the opposite shoulder, do you think? I must have. I didn't okay. really get into... uh too much of that because we're talking it was like you know 70 something degrees and I'm oh, like, all right yeah uh, it's just time to time to rock and roll and <laughs> now in massachusetts did you have to check that bear in first before you go to the butcher and all that good stuff yeah and how does that work you you did you drag this thing out what'd you do with it um tagged it right there and yep. they have an online system for for um checking in now which is awesome huge help 
Okay, so you didn't have to actually physically take the bear to a check station? Nope. Oh, that's great. Yeah, in Pennsylvania, we would have to take it physically to the station. Very good. Okay, and yeah. then you got it yeah, to I your... I don't know if it was COVID that changed that or not Not particularly sure, but... Um, oh, good that point. Was my understanding before, but it was an option this year, so that's what I went with. Perfect. Man. Uh, did you have trouble getting it out of there? I mean, that's a lot of animal to drag out of the woods. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> but, yeah, I had uh, one of my buddies come and help me, and he had a uh, deer cart, and that that definitely helped. <laughs> what are you doing with the hide now? Are you going to mount that, make it a nice rug? What are you doing? I'm doing a shoulder mount. Awesome. Going to do the skull myself, which um, is funny because I was – Texting one of my buddies today, Kevin, who was doing a, one of his uh, friend's deer for him, and he said he just uh, got it like a week ago, and the thing looks almost completely done. I was like, man, that looks great. And I said, you know, I got my uh, bear buried, and um, he's like, you know, you should try boiling it and all that. And I said, you know, I, I actually tried doing that, but when I heard the neighbors gagging, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm just going to bury it from here. Yeah, you don't do it in the house. That's a no, fact. It was outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Outside makes the neighbors upset. Inside makes the whole family upset. So, exactly. yeah, that's a good plan. Have you eaten any of this bear yet? Oh, my goodness. It is so good. Is it not? That was something, and I hate to sound like that guy, you know, bragging about how good it tastes, but it is such a, it's a specialty, a delicacy to me. Because it's, I never had it before. Do you had bear before this? I have. I've had okay. a few um, from friends, and uh, okay, I loved it. And I've always bragged about how good it was, and and people are like, no, no, it ain't that good. And I don't know. Maybe it's you know, if you don't, I hear if you don't get them cooled off as quick as possible, you're gonna, um, you know, see some different uh, taste. <laughs> I bet, but that's true of everything that you and I hunt. That's true of everything we chase. You know, processing has a lot to do with it, but I got to tell you, I was pretty impressed myself. And I also heard that, um, like your steaks and stuff, um, the longer you let them sit in the freezer, the taste isn't as fresh. And, and I don't know if that's got to do with packaging, whatever. All I know is mine isn't going to last too long because I can <laughs> nonstop. I'm right there with you. Now, that brings me to my next question. What's the future of Robert Bashaw and bear hunting? Is this something you're going to regularly focus on now? Well, I've really been doing a lot. I mean, I've put in so much work over the last few years to, to get this bear. And, um, yeah. I have a, a Tacticam, and I really haven't used it that much and everybody was like oh you should have you should have filmed it this and that i'm like you know it was really so personal to me that even after i sh i shot this i didn't like announce it for like weeks because i just wanted to wow. enjoy it and uh take it in for my hard work that you know because i'm talking years rich you know yeah oh yeah 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 no i hear you yeah so as far as the future i mean no, I'm going to run out of bear meat soon, so. <laughs> but I, I think it, it, it's going to feel, you know, different, but, um, you know, the first one is pretty special. That is great to hear. I'm, 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 I'm happy to hear, and I tell you, it, so much of this 
echoes what my experience was. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the recovery of my bear, I didn't film that at all in part because I didn't know how it was going to end, but also in part because I was so focused on that moment and I couldn't have done a good job recovering it anyway. It is such a, it's, so, it's like your first deer, I think in a lot of ways, it's such a, it's a, it's a big step, yeah, a big step. The title, the title on my podcast for the episode ended up being a two part, um, download, but, um, it's called the six-legged bear. You want to hear the story on that quick? <laughs> okay, let's hear it. <laughs> I saw that actually when I downloaded the episode, and I'm like, "Well, this is interesting." <laughs> so, so I brought it to the butcher, and um, I said, "You know, I want to have uh, steaks made up, and and um, you know, that's about it. Um, I'm not looking, no steaks and burgers. So that's all I wanted. And I said, I want to keep the hide because, uh, I want to do a mount and I want to keep the skull and the claws. And he's like, okay, sure. So I get a call, come pick it up. I go over there and he's like, okay, here's, you know, your boxes of meat. Here's a bag with your hide in it and a uh, skull. And I said, what about the claws? And he's like, oh yeah. Let me get those. And he's scratching his head, walking around. And he's like, I don't know. And then he goes out back and he comes back with four, you know, feet, paws, whatever. <laughs> he goes, there you go. Throw them in the back of my truck and off I went. <laughs> so I was like, okay, not a bag or anything, but whatever. <laughs> so then I go to the taxidermist. And I said to the guy, yeah, I wanted to have just have the shoulder now. And so he's like, all right, let me, uh, let me uh, take the skull out right now for you because it was still in. And sure, he's sure. talking to me and he's just slicing away. He's not even looking. And it took him like three and a half seconds to cut this thing out. And I'm like, man, <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, they're experts. Yeah, he's an expert. <laughs> but Yeah, absolutely. But so... Before he did it, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to um, cut off the extra hide because you're just doing a shoulder. And uh, he says, typically, they'll put in, they'll leave extra in case when you get here, you change your mind. Yeah. And, he, and I said, no, definitely just shoulder. So he pulls it out and he cuts off the front paws. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, what? I said, that's not possible. And, and he goes, what do you mean? I said, I got four feet in the truck. <laughs> How do you got two right there? <laughs> They're like, I just shot a six-legged bear. <laughs> with, with four left feet. <laughs> so, so he's like, man, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he said, obviously, you got somebody else's. <laughs> Man, well, that's too much. That's too funny. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Stuff happens, I'll tell you. So I said, well, at least I know for sure the front ones are mine. <laughs> yeah, though those didn't get reattached. That's a good plan. No. So, yeah, I got somebody else's claws, and I called the butcher and let him know. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like an hour drive each each way. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, that's that's a story. My six-legged bear, and I thought it was funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. It, it, it's those little things like that that make that experience. It's like it just carries with you so much longer when you remember all these little details that that come yeah. up. You know, <laughs> man. Now, did, what did you do with yours? Well, mine is see, my daughter studying to become a taxidermist, oh. so she is. You know, one of the reasons I went was because she needs a bear hide to complete this apprenticeship that she's doing. And she'd be purchasing one if I didn't kill a bear, which, you know, that's, that's part of the deal, I guess, you know, she's got to have the experience, got to have a hide to tan, learn how to do it. So this gives her basically a hide. It, It put a little more pressure on me, but I'm happy because it gives her one that, you know, she can work on my bear. We can display it. We can have yeah. that memento, but also she's got it just as she would for any other person coming in off the street out of the woods with a bear. She gets to do the whole thing from scratch under the supervision of another taxidermist. So pretty oh, exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I get a, you know, I get the full body now. I'm very, very happy about that. I mean, she's going to be doing the entire, just as she would anybody else's mount. I'm pretty excited about it. So, and the the guide took care of all the cutting. I'm right there with you. That's good. Yeah, you asked me to prepare this thing and bring it home. She'd be doing, it'd be a hatchet job in comparison, you know, so. <laughs> well, see, I found out that when it came to getting it um, butchered, that everybody knew somebody that used to do it. And that wasn't helpful. <laughs> right. Um, and I had some backup plans because places I've previously looked mm. because you don't want to, um, you know, go bear hunting in early September and not have a idea of, all right, where's the closest ice, where am I bringing it to and all that. But all those places aren't doing bear anymore. They just say they're too greasy. It's just too much of a hassle. So it was a struggle, but I eventually found a local place and <laughs> got it done. You know, and that's surprising, too, if your bear numbers are increasing, you'd think that they'd find a market there, that the market would satisfy that. So, But you said the, the, the place where you took it, though, this processor did have a lot of bears. He did, yeah. yeah. He had, like, there was maybe 10 in there at the time, and I was maybe, like, three days into the season or something like that, and he said by Saturday he'd probably have 20 more, and I'm like, wow. Well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, they had some big ones, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. The same thing with our bear camp. You see them, and it's like, man, I, I mean, I'm mean, i tickled pink with my bear. I shoot that bear every year for the rest of my life, as far as I'm concerned, you know. But I know what you're talking about. Some of these things, you get them, it's like, wow, that's a bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, couldn't, I could not be happier with my bear and the expanding. That's awesome. There's, there's so much to it. Just it's, like, like I said, I didn't want to film it. Um, I, I would have like to in some respect but other ways it's just so personal that i want to keep it just my memory of it and i think that you know the thing with that they're so they are such difficult animals to get close to with archery equipment to get that shot done to get a good shot on it's and there, you know, it's not like deer where there's lots of deer out there that's a little bit easier, maybe. For me, I went to Maine last year, saw zero bears. I never saw one alive. And so I wasn't taking any chances. I only filmed this year with a Tacticam. I didn't have the fancy camera next to me turning on and off, moving around, because I wanted to eliminate as much movement as possible. I wasn't taking any chances. You know, I figured if I got that opportunity, I had to capitalize. So I'm right there with you. The, this was, we can worry about filming, you know, getting the fancy footage of our next ones. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I said. Maybe I'll film the next one. And, and even like trails, 
camera pictures of bears. I've gotten hundreds and hundreds of, of bear um, pictures and stuff. But wow. This, this year in particular, I had one that was uh, messing with me. Like, every time it would come to the camera, it would sneak up behind it and just swat at it with its paw and rip it to the side and then walk down the trail. <laughs> So all I could get was like either claws or a face and then the camera. And I had it tightened on the tree pretty good, but it just, you know, took that power and bent the, the, the <laughs> tree and whatever. But so what I ended up doing was I put a camera 25 yards away facing that tree. <laughs> and I, I caught it sneaking up. That's That sounds a little bit like bait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Said, I'll get him, you know. And I got some nice bucks going by this trail, and like, I'm like, I'll walk up, and I'm like, oh, my camera's facing to the left again. I bet you the bear walked by. Oh man! And that's one of the things that kind of helped me with with being successful for bear hunting is watching a lot of I watch a lot of those trail camera videos on YouTube. Yeah. Yep. And you just see, like, if you get a good run, you know, and you keep a camera on there, you're just going to get all kinds of wildlife going through, through and through and nonstop. And, and you'll get bears, you'll get deer, you'll get moose, you'll get bobcats, coyotes, et cetera. And at that point, it's just being there when it, when that happens. And that's kind of what happened for me. So That's a sign of good habitat if you're getting that kind of a good you're getting a little bit of everything. That's a that's a good sign. I would I would expect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and being near water too. That was the key too. I said, you know, if I'm gonna target a bear in particular, I'm gonna be near water because they're gonna need it. Yeah. Yeah. Big animal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and being dead center in the middle of two good sized ponds in the middle of the woods, like yeah, perfect. You know. So yeah, it all worked out, and man, you know, now I'm just trying to get a buck this year, and that ain't looking good. <laughs> it's a rough year for me too. Right now, I haven't even seen a, a deer. We've been out uh, only three sets, but you, you know, it, it's been an odd year. I've sat in front of an apple tree twice with zero deer, and once on state game lands in two different spots that I had scouted out, and plenty of sign, but no deer. So it's it's been a tough year, but that'll turn. That'll change. Yeah, we'll I get had there. a camera on a community scrape all summer long, and I was getting hundreds of pictures a month on it. And then, then it just went dead. And I think what's happening is in my area is acorns are falling. They're just sparse, and they're. Uh, I need to find the acorns right now instead of where I was getting deer action. And I think I'll get back on them. Yeah, once those acorns are snatched back up, they might move back to that too. You never know. So yeah. depends on. Yeah, I mean it, it's definitely a, a you know a prime spot near bedding and all that. But if if there isn't food uh, dropping nearby, then you know. Yeah, we've got that too. We put in a couple of nice little food plots, and they haven't touched those really. They're really which I'm okay with because for you know I know that the times that whatever food they're eating right now is going to dry up. And once that dries up, these food plots are going to look really good. I don't care if it's January, but at some point, these food plots are going to look pretty good. So, And we'll be there. We just got to be there, like you said, when the time comes. Yeah. Vegetation has been very hard this year to be able to see much because it's 
just so sick this year. And uh, you get a lot of rain. Spots. Yeah. Yeah. Same with us. Spots are are just I can't see anywhere. Yeah. So I kind of abandoned them until I can. Yeah. But so so yeah, that's awesome about uh the bear getting out. And now, did did you think which uh, mountain you're going with, or? Uh, what what style of mount? Yeah, I haven't really decided yet. That's okay. something. Yes, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna let her play a role in that too, and come up with some ideas and stuff. I got, we got a couple of ideas, but that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Part of the fun process. Right now, it's rolled up in the freezer. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great, though. Yeah, there's a lot of money to me be made in taxidermy they say i hope so yeah we're in a good spot you know locally there's lots of people to hunt around here and there's always everybody's always asking me every year who's a good taxidermist and all that sort of thing so i'm hoping she can get her name in the mix now and and you know make it a good make a good run of it well we can definitely uh promote her on my pages that's for sure fantastic i look forward to sending you the pictures robert i gotta get back into my class here i'm on actually on my lunch break I, yeah. Congratulations once again. This is awesome. I'm so glad we got a chance to chat about it. <laughs> Can't wait to listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep in touch, buddy. Same here, man. I'll be talking Thanks to you. And, you it was a pleasure. Oh, always, always. And I look forward to hearing about your deer in the upcoming weeks or months. <laughs> Same here. Same here. Right. Talk, Talk to you soon. Later. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.